When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Who is this celebrity that you no longer admire? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. So this actually comes from a um, a Reddit thread. Uh, from there's a bee on your hat. That's the name of the redditor. Uh, and they asked people, "Who is a celebrity that you used to admire but no longer do, and why?" Uh, and then, of course, as Reddit does, that spun into a whole lot of people telling their experience about celebrities that they used to love that, for one reason or another, they don't super love anymore. Six five one six four one. 1071. Is there a celebrity that you used to admire and you no longer do and why? Mm. Right? Yeah. Do you want to know some of the ones that they uh that they named in this thread sure. on Reddit? And by the way, we want to take your calls too. 651-641-1071. Um Jared Leto is one of the first ones mentioned. Oh, interesting. Well, but you know, we sort of well, I think we pay attention to the things that make him a little bit problematic from a deeper angle because of our um, anti-lawyer anti-lawyer blind items. Um, but this person said, I used to be a huge 32nd to Mars fan and Jared Leto seemed like a solid guy from the interviews I had seen back in the day. Over time, though, I started to realize how pretentious he is. Like he has some Bono complex and he sees himself as some profound artist who is changing the world. Mm. And so they were like, I don't admire him anymore. I'm not really interested. Um, another person named Sia. Mostly for her involvement in that movie, Music. Yeah, that really created some controversy around C, unfortunately. Big time. Um, Another person said, I used to think James Corden's self-deprecating style. I used to, yeah, okay. I used to think that James Corden's self-deprecating style, his ingenuity with comedy, and the carpool karaoke idea were great. Then I saw story after story from fan encounters where he's a complete and utter D-bag. Now I know he's... Now that I know he's fake, his shtick is unwatchable. Mm. There was a time he played the question game with Jimmy Kimmel and couldn't name two of his own camera people. Ooh. I know. And I was like, oh, we feel like that because of an uh, anti lawyer, yeah. too. Let's go to the phones. We've got Mike on the line. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Mike, who's the celebrity you used to admire and don't any longer? Uh, Michael Jackson. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one, right? We don't even have to ask why, but if you want to tell us, you can. Well, I used to do talent shows and dance like him and thought he was so great. He, You know, he did We Are the World and Heal the World. And then, of course, watching Leaving Neverland. Yeah. uh, Disgusting. And I can't even listen to his music anymore. 
Oh, it's such, yeah, it's, yeah, those are the hard. Those are the hard ones. Thank you, Mike. Thanks. Mike. I mean, I think that's super relatable, right? Like oh, a lot sure. of people feel that way about Michael Jackson. Bill Cosby would be another oh. one where oh, we used to. Yeah, exactly. Where we used to love his show, and it's it's hard to even think about watching the show anymore because you know kind of what was going on behind the scenes at the time. Yeah. Uh, Catalina is on the line. Hi, Catalina. Bradley loves your island. I do. Um. Who is the celebrity that you no longer admire? Oh, can we turn down the radio, Catalina? Live in the now. Oh yeah, there you yeah. are. Hi, um, I, I was gonna ha- hello. Um, I was gonna say Johnny Depp. Oh yeah, you know, like as a, as a kid, like growing up, everything I was just so enthralled with like Pirates Caribbean and everything. And then as he grew up, I thought he would never age. And then you know, I hit like my like early twenties, and I'm like, what happened to him? Like, what is going on? You know. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you, Catalina. Have a great day. Uh, Yeah, Johnny Depp. Um, Another person on this Reddit thread named Ellen. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty obvious. I mean, a lot of them are it's it's hard because, right, your perception of them, first of all, is not rooted in necessarily a one on one reality. Mm -hmm. Right. So as the public's perception changes of an individual, it's easy to have your own opinion swayed. Right. Right. Like none of us has ever come into contact with Bill Cosby. I mean, Bill Cosby's a little easier because there's an actual court ruling. Right. Right. Sometimes it's just like the gossip and you have no reason to doubt the gossip. So, you know, it changes your perception regardless. Right. Like the Ellen DeGeneres yeah. or the Rosie O'Donnells. So, I mean, sometimes it, it truly is like you you get and this is true with any public figure. You as the public get a version of that person. It is not the entirety of who they are. Yeah. And when you start to hear about unsavory things about them, you it does change your perception. And then you get frustrated because you think, well, they're lying to us. Mm-hmm. But they're not really. They're performers. They're performing for us. Right? We only get that part of it. Yeah. Um, we did get this tweet from Panda who said, Ellen, Chrissy Teigen, and Megan Kelly... She said, I even met Megan at a Vi- at Vikings training camp once, and she was very nice. She now repulses me. Oh, yeah. There you go. People change. Yeah. I used to really be into John Lennon, not so much anymore. Oh. Why? Because, by all means, he was a noted jerk. Yeah. Oh. Also, a domestic abuser. Mm. Also, all of these unsavory things. Again, you have this idea, oh, well, he's the guy who wrote Imagine. Right. You know, all those celebs saying it at the beginning of the pandemic. Surely they were inspired by his work. Right. But he was a very flawed individual. And he has moved into this place of iconography because... Yo, know, he has been not on this planet longer than he was. Right. And so through the cycles of generational myth making, there is this idea of John Lennon that is out there in the universe that does not match up to the actual person. Yeah. Yeah. Which and you I can imagine is all too common with people who are incredibly successful. Well, yeah. And, and also, I would say that there is a lot of money. There is a commercial aspect to perpetuating a certain mythology of John Lennon right. through his estate right. that didn't match up to the person that he was. Now, if you read biographies and other things, you'll understand like he was a really complicated person who went through a lot of trauma in his life. That's not an excuse, but it's just like, oh, yeah, he was a huge jerk. Well, and it reminds Well, what that does is it, again, reminds us. And how many times do we need to be reminded of this, that people are not one dimensional? We don't we get served a no. piece of people. That sounded a little too Hannibal Lecter. I'm sorry about that. We get served the piece of people that they want us to know. Yeah, which is also why 
having unrealistic expectations of another like of a successful person as being something we can fully embrace without mm-hmm. all the complexity that's a little night that's a little naive on mm-hmm. our part but i think as an audience we've grown to be less naive whereas perhaps our parents and grandparents generations sort of took things at face value and personalities at face value. Now we're much more willing to embrace that complexity. And I mean, there are certainly people that I do not respect any longer because they have done something so foul that has like taken that respect away. But I do also think we allow ourselves to appreciate people's talents who are problematic Mm -hmm. um, or aren't just easily fit into a box of like, because everybody is a jerk on some level right right and 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 actually and i would even actually offer the things that might make somebody a jerk in real life are maybe also the things that they draw from that bring us the talent that we appreciate so much right so 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 like for example in john lennon's case somebody who has suffered from a lot of trauma in their life that might inform their art in a way that we appreciate but we don't appreciate the way the trauma is lived out in their actual lives. Yeah. We, we think that makes them a bad person and it's never that simple. Yeah. Like we went to a deep it's place. Very it's too deep, deep for a Friday. Friday. It's too deep for a Friday. Well, let's get less deep. Let's do it. We're going to talk to our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We're so excited. Our friend Paul McGuire Grimes is Yay. in studio with us. Hey, Paul. Hey, feels so great to be back. Oh, we're glad to have you. Oh, oh my God. God. Since last we did I a. missed you guys. We missed studio experience. you. We yes. talked to Paul McGuire Grimes on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Paul, we usually talk to you on the phone lately. Yeah, not but we the same. decided. You know what? We're we are all fully protected. We are, and we are going to get together in one room and party for yes. fifteen minutes. A little different in here since the last time I was here. Yeah, oh, no yeah. men. No yeah, men. we the took man the men wall. down. Yeah, yeah, we made Rude. them get rid of that. Right, <laughs> <laughs> it was time. Uh, thank you for coming in. It's great to be here. It's so great to see you. Well, okay. Well, we we need to get to the thing that you always come to talk about, which I mean, is. Sure. What we should be watching this yeah. weekend. And the first one is something I've been seeing a lot of headlines about this. Uh, and this is an Apple TV Plus experience called Coda. Yes, this is now streaming on Apple TV Plus. It is not in any theaters in our market. So you're going to have to go to the Apple TV Plus, $4.99. It's well worth it. And this movie won four big awards at the Sundance Film Festival the Audience Award, the Grand Jury Award. And what it's about is this high school girl who is a child of deaf adults. That is what CODA stands for. So she's been kind of the sole ASL interpreter for her whole family that's deaf. Wow. And as she's starting to kind of come into her own voice and career in high school and what she wants to go off to do to college, she's really battling that. Can I leave my family behind when they need me the most in order to pursue my own dreams and passions? Oh, wow. I was blown away by this movie. It's one of my favorite movies of this year. Wow. I never cry. And I was a mess at the end of this movie. Okay. Well, that's saying something. Yeah. Who who do we have to thank Uh, for this? uh, Well, you've got Marley Matlin plays the mom in it. Yeah. So she's the one I keep seeing in headlines. Yeah. I mean, I think she's the most Mm well-known. And then you have a, a... Troy Kotzer plays the dad, and then a Duluth resident by the name of Daniel Durant plays the brother. Oh, cool! And he used to, and he went to school at the Minnesota State Academy for the Deaf. Currently lives in Duluth too. And then Amelia Jones, who people may know from the show Lock and Key, she plays Ruby. Oh, she yeah. is um, 
brilliant in this. So what a, what about the film did you I connect so much with that you found yourself just, emotionally yeah. weeping at it's the end? It's just so eye-opening. I don't know a lot about the deaf community and what deaf families go through and mm. what happens when you have one hearing person in a family that's all deaf mm. and how do they carry so much emotion and like responsibility on their shoulders and you're and she's in high school yeah and how do how does a deaf parent connect with a hearing child hmm. can they connect you know there's a beautiful scene between mom and daughter where it's like i don't know if i c- could connect to a hearing child hmm. you know it's be- and about and it's really about communication through music through song through voice through american sign language yeah. and how they're all a little different and it's very funny too you wouldn't expect this movie to be funny but there's a lot of humor and warmth in it too yeah so the headline i keep seeing from marley matt about mm-hmm. marley matlin yeah. in this movie is that she insisted that uh they that they cast people who actually were deaf in yes. the deaf character roles yeah so Marley, Troy, and Daniel, all three are deaf. Dude, like, there's no, like, they're not just hearing actors that right. learn sign language. Right. Amelia Jones had to learn sign language for the movie. Huh. But she, but her character is hear, hearing. Hearing, so she, yeah. She, it was fine with that casting. Again, we're trying to go to that kind of responsible casting. Casting deaf ac- actors who are deaf to play deaf characters. Right. Also, not involving this movie, but that idea of like trans actors playing trans right. characters, sure. gay yeah. actors playing gay characters. Well, well it just brings that... a. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it just brings a whole level of authenticity to right. the piece that you know will probably attract a certain audience yeah. as well. And then you feel like you're seeing that representation on screen. That's so important. And I got to interview Troy, Daniel, and Amelia. So all oh, three neat. interviews used American Sign Language. So yeah. it was the first time for me for it to interview actors who are deaf. Yeah. It, and we had great conversation. Yeah, that's wonderful. Was, I'm just so blown away by what I learned from this movie, what I took away, me being a weeping mess at the end. And mm-hmm. I hope that people take a chance with it. Yeah. You know? So we can see it on Apple TV+. Plus. Yes. Other areas it is in theaters. Yeah, like, you know, the larger cities. Yeah. Well, it's not, why don't we count? I know. Whatever. It's Are you going to run out to the theater? To no, I'm going to watch it on okay. Apple TV+. Plus. So. <laughs> but do it. I hope that everyone is just as moved and, like, Finds it as special as I do. How many tickets? Five for out Coda? of five tickets. Oh, oh my wow. gosh! All right. so it really was one of your Joni favorite Mitchell. this year. It is. It really is. If you love Johnny Mitchell, you'll have a treat. Oh, this Ooh, I like that. I'm just and tease. Um, and you can see your interviews with all those actors yeah. on your YouTube channel. On my YouTube channel, the full interviews, and then we'll show snippets of them on Twin Cities Live today. That's awesome. So yeah. speaking of great music, mm. uh, there's Good another segue. film in theaters that we can see. This one you can go into a theater, which I know you're so excited to be coming. <laughs> Probably not going to do. I mean, so it's called Respect. Yeah, it's the biopic all about Aretha Franklin starring Jennifer Hudson, Marlon Wayans, Mark Maron, Titus Burgess, you know, uh, Forrest Whitaker's in it. Audra McDonald. I mean, we've been waiting for this one. We have. And Jennifer Hudson was literally handpicked by Aretha Franklin to play this role. And she is great in it. I, am, I don't want to say that I'm, I'm not surprised. surprised. Yeah, yeah, but but she's such an icon. Yes, like to to put to fill the shoes of Aretha Franklin. I think we're all probably a little bit understandably trepidatious going in. Like, mm-hmm. how are we gonna? Is how is this gonna happen? But she delivers. She does because we've heard her sing Aretha many yes. times. But it's one thing then to then adapt and change the timbre of your voice to mm-hmm. adapt Aretha's and change how you would sing a song to then sing it the way that Aretha does. Right now, what do I always say about biopics? Oh, mm-hmm. you yep. you can't bite off more than you can chew. They're best when you focus on, on one thing. One yeah. thing. 
they don't do that. Oh, it's two. It's about two and a half hours, and it's really like a full picture, going from her very troubled childhood, finding her own voice as a singer, her ex who was abusive, you know, going up at her fall to alcoholism, yeah. and then kind of a return to grace. I really saw it divided into three acts. Uh-huh. The and best being the first act. I, I was going to say, how did they do dividing it up into three acts? I mean, you can tell. Like, I I don't know a lot about Aretha to be yeah. honest. So. Her childhood, her coming into like becoming a singer, that was the most interesting to me. Because yeah. that's a story that sometimes we know, but like to see Aretha's and knowing like she was raped at the age of 12. And you you see how that came to be in the movie. Yeah. You know, where the second act where it's this, you know, fall to alcoholism and fame, we see that in every biopic. So mm-hmm. to me, that part of the movie really dragged and you start to feel the length after a while. Yeah. I mean, Jennifer's always great. So like she carries you along and the other actors are great. Marlon Wayans, you don't, you're not used to seeing him do drama. Right. You're not used to Mark Marin doing drama and he plays Jerry Wexler in it. So if you know your music history, Holly, I think would get a lot of, get a lot out of yeah. the historical context of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's interesting because ever since I, I, that is something I learned from you that the, that the biopics are usually better when they focus on sort of one moment yes. in the star's life and kind of, you know, tell the story to that conclusion. And you, and in this, there's so much about her life that you could pick apart. Even the last act, the last scene, you could do a movie about that. And there's a performance that they show during the credit sequence. I don't want to give away what it is, but you're like, the, the context of what we just sat through in the movie makes that performance make it, it you just bow down to who she yeah. was as a woman as a black woman and what she went through and i will imagine that now following this film there's going to be opportunities to do other films that do focus on particular areas or stories within they her should, life yeah and when we saw that genius aretha that cynthia Arrivo was yeah. in that's up for a bunch of emmys so we'll see quickly how many tickets have three and a half out of five awesome thank you paul Thanks mcguire thank you paul. you can catch paul mcguire grimes on Twin Cities Live. Thank you for hanging out with us. When we come back, Crazy Stupid Idiots on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. These are your crazy stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy stupid it idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Like where? East Sussex. That's where we're going. We're going to meet 67-year-old Alan Slattery. Hopefully it's prettier than West Sussex. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been to any Sussex. Um, okay, so here's what had happened. What Alan happened? Slattery, um, he is a retiree, and he found himself at the Nationwide Building Society, mm. which is apparently a bank. Okay. On the morning of March 18th, so this is kind of an oldie, but it's a goodie, uh, and he slipped a note to the teller, and the teller looked at the note and was like, I don't really know what to do with this. Okay. And Mr. Slattery was like, do what the note says. And the teller was like, I can't. And Alan Slattery eventually got frustrated and left with no cash. 
And the reason that the teller didn't give him any cash was because the teller couldn't read the note that Mr. Slattery gave him. Are you trying to read the note right now? I think I figured it out. What does it say? Your screen won't stop what I've got. Just hand over the tens and twenties. Think about the customers. You, Bradley Trainer, are fantastic at reading robbers. Uh, notes. Is that what it says? That is exactly what it says. Oh my god! But, but I also I, it don't took understand. Me a while, your and screen I think if won't I was, stop what I've got. What does that mean? Your is screen that, won't stop what I got. I, I, I just. I'm <laughs> just Jenny from the block. <laughs> just, just hand over tens and twenties. Think about the customers. No, I, I don't know what that means. Like, don't. Does that mean like do, do they do something on their screen to be like I'm I guess robbed. I don't I know. don't know I will say if I had uh, although did he present himself as like I'm a bank robber so having not been there myself I don't know but um, I would imagine he <laughs> I, I just love that the person was like I don't what? I can't read this I don't know what that says. I will say it's very hard to read and it took it me is. like. Because you got to read it several times. You're like, what makes sense? Well, think about, can we just talk about the stress of that moment? If you're the teller and you're like, I know I'm being robbed right now, but I can't figure out what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, like, what, and then the can pressure. Can you just tell me what you want? Yeah, but he's like, no, it's on the note. And you're like, but I really can't read the note. How about you rewrite the note? Yeah, your penmanship is terrible. You just, you know, here's a pen. Yeah. I go, need you to go write this over again. Six times. Yeah. And then come back. Yeah. And then you're like, beep, boop, boop, beep. Yeah, exactly. Your screen um, won't stop what I got. <laughs> Surveillance footage did show Mr. Slattery boarding a bus afterward. <laughs> he was later identified through the bus company or by the bus company by the photo on his pass. So, you know, those oh, police God, officers used his are pass to get on a bus. Oh, my Lord. He was also, like, fine, I'm going to leave with no money. I'm going to go get on the bus and go home. I've and that's how they found them. read or watched enough British procedurals to understand that, like, in the UK, you're never getting away with anything. Oh, no. Because you are on camera at all times. What do I always say? Well, yeah, you always say you're on camera at all times. But literally in the UK, they're on camera. All the, and there's like a database where they can just like bring it up like, oh, there's a camera. Roll Bring that beautiful bean footage. And they did. Uh, he um, apparently was arrested later uh, near his home for the robbery, <laughs> an attempted robbery. Oh, and in his house, they found sticky labels that matched one of the stick-up notes. He used sticky labels for the stick-up notes. That's adorable. Yeah. I'm glad he's stupid because then he got caught. Oh, and he just looks real crabby that he got caught. He's like, like, what? Lecter. He does a little bit. Nice Chianti. Yeah. I'd be like, do you want to eat my spleen? What's going on? (laughs) I eat his spleen. Uh, Where are we going next? Oh, thanks for asking. We're going to keep it international. But this time we're going north to the barter of Canada. North to the barter. North to the barter. barter. On Highway Farty Far. Um, New Brunswick, in fact. And I want to tell you about... I like that so much better than Old Brunswick. Yeah. Oh, I hate when I get an Old Brunswick. Uh, the judge in this case wants us to know some stuff happened. Okay. And it all involves a bombardier. A what? Who grew up in Aramukto. What's a bombardier? I think like a, a bomber, a bombardier, one who bombards. It's a, like a service person. Okay. Like a armed services all right. of some kind. Okay. But that's the position. And the bombardier in question is one Chelsea Cogswell. Okay. And Chelsea Cogswell did something on 
duty. <laughs> Doesn't involve duty. Okay. On duty that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status and a court martial. So let's just call her a soldier. Because Bombardier, good. I don't know what that is. Neither do I. Um, She did something while on duty that got her in trouble. Yes. She was drinking on duty. No, but it does involve your mouth. <clears throat> was it on somebody else? No. Okay. No. But you said drinking. What's the other thing we do a Eating? lot with our mouth? Yes. Yeah. So we do that a lot. <laughs> she, in, in fact, made some food for her fellow... Bombardiers? Troops. Okay. On duty, and that was the problem. Yeah. I mean, I can see if that's not what she was supposed to be doing, but I do think it's sort of an act of kindness to feed your Yeah, well, in fact, she buddies. fed them cupcakes, I'll tell you that. What's that the problem? led to a court-martial. Was there, were there drugs in the cupcakes? Yeah. Oh, okay. But wait, there's more. Oh, so, no. apparently... Chelsea Cogswell served cannabis-laced cupcakes to her fellow troops. Now, I don't know what their policy is on cannabis up north, right? It's not cannabis. What? Sorry. (laughs) Cannabis, like, can't do it. Oh, I thought you were trying to do, like, Canada-bis something. I don't know. Anyway, um, Cantata Anabis. I'll go home now. <laughs> Thanks. No, <laughs> tip your server. Um, no, cannabis lace cupcakes. I don't know what the rules are, I'm saying. However, I do know you're not supposed to feed cannabis to troops. Right. And here's my question D- Did they ask for them? No. Okay. So this not was only, like unknowingly. Yeah, yeah. So not only did they not know about it, but also she served them at a really inopportune time. Breakfast? A time that you don't want to serve people cannabis lace cupcakes who are in the military. Like before drill? Not even a drill, a live fire training exercise. No! Yeah. Uh-uh. She. <laughs> this is just so dis- bizarre. I have to see this person. She looks like, I mean, it looks like, you know, your friend uh, Trish. Like she's leaving the courtroom and her cute I know little what my friend Trish looks like. I don't know, but I mean, it looks like yeah. you know, just she just looks like Chelsea, Chelsea Cogswell. Anyway, she left the courtroom in tears Wednesday, facing a total of ten charges, including eight counts of administering a noxious substance to soldiers without their consent. Uh, she's also charged with a bunch of other things that only the military can uh, do, like acting in a disgraceful manner, con- committing an act of to the prejudice of good order and discipline. She gave soldiers cupcakes baked secretly with cannabis during a training exercise that involved explosives and weapons drills. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She faces up to five years in prison. I mean, I I love the idea that she was like, have some cupcakes, guys. This will calm you down. But like maybe even after the exercises, you could be like, hey, let's all party. Okay, so and that's wrong. Yes. Don't do that. But like what about like I'm about to blow some stuff up. Well, Let's have some pot. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. When somebody else is regulating the amounts that are going into the cupcakes and the person who's eating the cupcake, maybe maybe this is their first encounter. You don't know how their bodies are going to handle it. Some people felt and I'm reading this from the article, uh the soldiers testified they felt Fatigue, drunkenness, disorientation, 
confusion and paranoia. Those are all different reactions that one might get from how their body accepts the amount that was prescribed by her. Yeah. Can you imagine? No. Oh, yeah. I'm sad for them. I know. I'm, and now she's going to go to jail for years. So The training exercise was halted. The soldiers were sent to a tent to recover, and the military police started an investigation that day, and they found out that the cupcakes were the only common denominator. Can you imagine? She's like, oh, shoot. I forgot those were those cupcakes. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Well, that's, I think, the thing I want to know from her was, like, did you do that on purpose, or were you mm. making those cupcakes for somebody for another occasion? I don't know what's fun about that. Like making other people unsuspecting. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, feel- I don't know, but I imagine that's why she's going to jail. Well, yeah. Because she can't answer that question effectively because there isn't one, right? It wasn't a, a situation mm. where she was like, oh, I put the wrong. That wasn't oh oregano. Hey, guys, try my oregano cupcakes. Wow. Nobody does that. No. No. Mm-mm. Okay, I, mean, you got, I, it's got I really want to read more about this case because I have a lot of questions well, you, about you know Miss Chelsea Cogswell. There's an article there, so I want you to go to town. I'm gonna. All right. But not right now. Well, I am actually going to do it right now. Okay. Because when we come back <laughs> on the Colleen and Bradley show, I'm going to serve everybody cupcakes. Just kidding. We are going to play a game. No! That game is called the Throwback Live! Live after this on My Talk 1071. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't know it would take effect so quickly.